everyone. Welcome to episode 32 of The Elephant in the Room. I'm your host, Matt Lawson. Um, today, we've got a special guest on, uh, which I'll introduce shortly. First, we, we're going to go through the news. There's not a, It's not a big news day. We'll go through and have a quick look at the news here. Um, it says here, a knife attack here injures several people, including children in French Alpine town. So they've actually labeled them as a Syrian knife wielder, a terrorist, they're trying to say here. Isn't it weird how there were no terrorist attacks at all during COVID? Did the terrorists go on a holiday? Were they scared of the the deadly flu? I wonder. It's a bit of a weird one. Uh, there's a lot out there about uh, Brittany Higgins, uh, a labor plot um, for how they did it, and Lisa Wilkinson and everything else. It sounds like a huge mess, but we know that all politicians are scumbags. I, I think we know that. Not all. They go in there with good intentions. They come out as scumbags. Uh, money does weird things to people, and so does power. So let's be aware that that's what happens within politics. Um, investigation underway after two crocodiles found dead in North Queensland. Obviously, there must be, uh, it says here that they uh, died under mysterious circumstances. So someone's out there killing crocodiles. It doesn't look like they've skinned them or taken the, away anything or done anything else to them. So I don't know why that one's out there. Porn stars exclusive uh, NBA player play tirade that's got to do with Zion, Zion Williamson. It's obviously a slow news day because the next one is urgent warning issued for big penis pills. Uh, I don't know what that one's all about. I'm not even going to read into it. Uh, there's really not much in the news today. I'm just trying to see if there's anything that is worth reading out. Uh, major papers could face a $40 million hit if governments full follow through in uh, abandoning their um, ads. Uh, I mean, the newspapers have been lying for years and years. Uh, youth gangs and aggravated burglaries increasing in Victoria. That's our elephant in the room today. Youth gangs and aggravated burglaries have been on the increase because the communities are not being uh, regarded in the right way. We're not assimilating people into our uh, Victoria in the right way. They're getting put into little groups, little areas. This has been happening for the last 30 or 40 years. The, the Vietnamese get put in an area. The Sudanese get put in an area. There's no assimilation. We, we should be assimilating people into our um, communities and we don't do it in the correct way. We don't have very good uh, uh, resources out there on the ground. The Victorian government doesn't put money into this at all. They just say, here you are, here's your area, go and live together and see how you go. These people are coming from war-torn countries a lot of the time, so we're not doing the right thing by people. It's not to say that people don't have personal responsibilities, but I don't feel as a nation, but it, particularly in Victoria, I don't feel like we manage this in the way that it should be managed at all. I feel like we are letting people down. I feel like we... Uh, are getting it really wrong, and we've been doing it for a long time. So it's a really worrying thing. Uh, now, without any further ado, I'm going to get um, across and do our interview with Claire Martin from The Abundant Soul. So just give me a moment, and I'll get that interview up and running. So now we've got our special guest for the night on. Um, we've got Claire Martin. Um, she runs a business called The Abundant Soul on uh, Instagram. So we'll get Claire on now and we'll hear a little bit of her backstory. Hi, Claire. How are you? Hi, Matt. Good, thank you. How are you going? Yeah, really good, thanks. Thanks for coming on tonight. Um, what I wanted to do is get a bit of an idea of uh, exactly what you do in your business and sort of how you came about um, came into this uh, field or this area and, yeah, just, just to hear a little bit about you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name's Claire Martin and, as you said, I, I work and um, I started The Abundant Soul. Um, really, this is all about, 
owning your power. It's about moving self-sabotage, fear, um, anxiety, overwhelm out of the way and yep. really stepping into your unique gifts. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm loving my job right now. I love it. I love the name of the business as well. Like uh, I think that quite a, a lot of us don't realize how how much we have, how much we can give and how much there is that's, you know, within us. And the abundant soul sort of basically says you've got everything right there. I just, I would love to know how you you got into the um, this kind of work or, or this space. Yeah, absolutely. So um, look, it was quite serendipitous for me. I think essentially, obviously a few years back now, um, yeah. we got closed down with the pandemic and just prior to that, I'd actually been starting to get a real feeling that I needed to move out of my service industry, which was actually cosmetic tattooing. So oh, wow. I've been, yeah, I've been a cosmetic tattooist most of my life, but had actually also moved into business and mindset coaching in that field. So I was yep. really enjoying that path and I got this real nudge. I get these kind of strange feelings um, to just move my business more online. And I was really getting interested in mindset and self-development and doing a lot of work in that area, sort of researching and teaching. Yep. So um, for me, I, I obviously then was, we were the first closed down in the beauty industry. Um, and I had actually serendipitously started doing a diploma in consciousness coaching, which was incredible. It was run yep. by an amazing lady in, in Melbourne. And really, I was really starting to learn about, you know, how to gain conscious awareness of myself, how to overcome, you know, my own saboteur, if you like, <laughs> in my mind. Yeah. And really, I just actually remember a really defining moment for me. And that was when I was walking during COVID. I did a lot of walking to, yep. I guess, it's my mind. We were shut down for so long. Um, and I started to obviously sort of deep think about a lot of things. And I was passing a cafe where I picked a coffee up from. And basically, I heard this man say to another guy when he was picking up his coffee, he said, hey, see you later, Bob. He said, um, hopefully we get our freedom back soon. Yeah. And that sentence really hit me. I was like, wow, getting our freedom back. I was thinking, you know, if we have to fight for it, if we have to get it back, then perhaps we never had it in the first place. And, yeah. you know, it sort of dawned on me where perhaps we're prisoners in our own mind. You know, we're, we're prisoners of our own mind. We're prisoners in our work, in our relationships, of our own conscious awareness. You know, maybe we're distracted and we weren't really sitting with the self. And I guess that for me was when I really started to realize that, you know, we we, we were all in so much fear and yeah. I had made particular decisions in my work, which meant I couldn't go back to work. Um, I was very much about body autonomy. And, you know, this meant for me being, for me, I just felt like this would definitely be almost like an attack on consciousness. And I really felt like for me, it was so important to understand fear on a much I deeper think level. I think that's amazing. And I think that um, definitely the beauty beauty industry got hit really hard at the start. I had a lot of beauticians on my pages saying, what do we do? Where do we go? You know, mm. um, that they uh, quite a lot of them actually could see the, the narrative playing out and th that it was all about fear and whatever else, but they just didn't know how to continue running their business. And it's really interesting what you say there, that it actually helped you make a shift, a, a shift of your mindset and and that thought process because I do think that a lot of people feel like they're they're kind of trapped in different places and different aspects of their life and they don't really know how to move through it and I think the pandemic 
showed a lot of people the, the things that they didn't need in their lives and, and showed them what was really important because, you know, a lot of people have materialistic lives and, and they weren't living to their full potential. And I think that that sounds amazing that you've gone through this journey as well. So where, where you're at now, are you speaking to a lot of people that have gone through issues within the pandemic? Do you, do you, I actually can see on your page here, um, where you've got your reflect and rise, a 30 day journey. So do you share these things and people come in and ask you questions or, or how does it work within your business? Yeah, so essentially um, what I do is I run one-to-one -one coaching and I also do an eight-week program that I've actually designed alongside um, a guy that I work with who has coached alongside Tony Robbins and he's been an yep. amazing, amazing mentor for me and it's called Unlocked and Alive. Yep. So it really is all about, you know, moving from your resistance, learning about your resistance, how to move through resistance. I share a lot of value on my page. I like to give as much value as I possibly can. And then I take people deeper in the group coaching program, Unlocked and Alive. And then I also coach on a much more intimate level, on a one-to-one -one level as well, if that's what people want to do. So it's more about giving access to anybody that needs it. So there's value on my page for free. You can do group coaching, which is obviously a low a low investment, or you yep. can go one-to-one -one and, and really go all in. But yeah, I offer those different sort of platforms, I guess. I love it. I love it. And I think I just, again, having had a look at your page as well, you've also got um, tips about calmness and anxiety as well. I think there's a lot of people that through this uh, period of time have had different levels of anxiety uh, for myself I had anxiety before any of this happened so when they locked everything down everyone thought it was the end of the world I was like well every day was the end of the world for me so this is nothing oh. and other people came into this and went oh what is this and they've come out with mental health issues as well have you seen a big uptake in people with uh, anxiety related issues and depression and things like that oh massive and look honestly to it honest at the moment I feel like it's at its worst I yep. think there's a lot of like post-traumatic stress, um, obviously, from the pandemic, especially in Melbourne. And, you know, I, I can definitely see that, that we all have fear and resistance. But I think what I was curious about was how can we move through what we can't control and, and really step forward into our power and, and not to kind of ignite that perpetual fear because we've gotten so used to being in that space. Yeah. Um, and so it was really like, how can we take radical responsibility for our future, for coming out of survival mode? which is what I think so much of us are in right now, especially, you know, not only have we come out of what we've come out of, but we've now got economic pressure, yeah. um, lots of stress and anxiety going on out there and added to what was already there. I think it's just heightened people's anxiety even more. So I'm finding that people are in this survival mode. And when we're in this mode, we are not in creation. We're not creating. It's very yeah. difficult to see the light. It's difficult to see your unique gifts and power. It's difficult to find guidance and someone that can help you to find your joy again. I think people are just struggling to me, it seems, to find what lights them up. And that is really what's really valuable. I love to teach people what lights you up. How can you find your joy in your life again? You know, what story do you want to create? How can you yeah. impact a positive change in the world that's coming about? So I think it was really important for people to be able to see, you know, what is their immortal impact? Um, can they find what their their mission-led motivation you know what's going to move them into that creator path and that was really what i wanted to help people with i think so many people out there 95 percent of people are yeah. operating from their subconscious mind and um, they're fear-driven they're dysregulated 
And obviously this allows for even more control to come in um, if we don't take control of the self. Yeah, which makes sense. And I, I, I definitely am seeing it everywhere around different people. Um, some people you don't even expect it from because people walk around with an air of confidence sometimes when actually internally they're fighting and struggling with themselves. And I feel yeah. like, you know, a lot of people don't understand, and, and I've spoken about this on other podcasts, a lot of people don't understand that to have a true understanding of self and a true love of self and an understanding of, as you were saying, finding joy and understanding how to play I think a lot of us as adults forget how to play and, and it's a really important aspect of life as well a hundred percent and you know it's funny because our emotions are actually addictive our brain is like a, an electrical circuit and your thoughts are like the electricity that fly you know fire through the through the wires of your yep. neural network so the more you're thinking in that lack mindset or fear mindset, the more you're insulating those neural networks and you remain unaware of your subconscious thoughts and you're firing and wiring those hardwired lines and you're going around in loops and you kind of, you know, as they say, the path of least resistance, right? Your, your thoughts keep going down around the same loops, around the same pathways. And if we don't come in and, and break that resistance, um, what actually might look like resistance is actually might be joy or growth or expansion yep. or trying something new. So, yeah, you're right. Like people actually find that threatening. You know, it's not what they're used to. We've been so used to living in this fear mindset that we're used to firing and wiring in that way. And then this kind of air of joy or happiness or feeling free. It's so unusual for us. It's so abnormal. It's that such we a weird feeling. Yeah. We self-sabotage it, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I, I think just from my own personal experience, because that's all I can really share from me, is that I went through high-level anxiety, did some breath work and did some other self-discovery type things. And I got to a point where I was feeling light and I didn't know what the lightness was. And I started to freak out. I'm like, why do I feel so light? There's no heaviness. Like, what do I do? <laughs> and I started to, to self-sabotage myself. Like I was looking for problems when actually I was just feeling good and happy and I hadn't felt it for 20 years and it freaked me out. So I'm sure you get people where you coach them and you're helping them and they go, what, what's this weird feeling I'm having now? <laughs> Yeah, totally. And, you know, and it's and what's so sad, I find, is that, you know, when I come to work with people, we look a lot of values and that isn't like in honesty and integrity and authenticity. It's more about what really lights you up inside. And so yeah. many people are so detached from their own emotions by being in this, by, you know, what we've been in the last few years that they can't really identify what their own joy is and how yeah. they can bring it into their daily life. And when they do, it just makes my day. I love seeing people tapping into their joy, their happiness, and then actually becoming the creator of their reality and creating things that they've wanted to do all their lives. And, yeah. you know, something that I always say, and I guess I'll, I'll put this question to you, Matt, because I always find the answer <laughs> really interesting, is that, you know, if I was to ask you, like, let's say you were going to live to 100. Let's assume yep. you're going to live to then. Um, and I said to you, what if I asked to buy your life off of you? I asked, what would you sell it to me for? What price would you put on it? <laughs> That's a really good question because I, I think that um, yeah, it depends on where you're at in your life. Because if I, if you'd asked me that five years ago, I would have sold it to you for 50 bucks because <laughs> it felt like it felt like it was in such a crap spot. But now mm. that I've had more self-awareness, I probably wouldn't sell it because I feel like 
there's so much for me to achieve and so much for me to do that I, I feel like it's almost priceless now. But honestly, yeah, five, three or five years ago, you would have had it for 50 bucks and I would have said, good luck, work your way, <laughs> work your way through that jungle. Yeah, that's it. But a lot of people say, you know, that they they when they think about it, if they had all that future taken off of them, if it was their, you know, what could it be with their children, their parent, you know, their parents, their yep. loved ones, you know, when it comes down to it, they say what well, you said, it's priceless. It's, yep. you know, a lifetime is priceless. And then really a year is priceless. A month is priceless. So is a week. So is a minute. Yep. All time is so valuable. And why are we wasting it not following our dreams? And so that's what I really love to help people with is to to really tap into their happiness and and hopefully help them find a way to live a life according to their dreams and their joy. I love that. And I love that question that like that really made me think, and you know, it's yeah. a good way to get people to, to think about what their life's worth and, and their self-worth as well. Now, I wanted to ask you one more question. We'll keep this one quite short. I always do sort of 20 minutes or so because people tend to fall asleep. I'm not <laughs> saying you're boring, but that's just people's <laughs> attention span nowadays. Um, if someone was to sign up and get a one-on-one -on -one coaching type um, situation, number one, uh, where are you based? Number two, can they do it online if they needed to? Uh, and number three, what would be their experience? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm predominantly based online. I do do live workshops. They yep. can get in touch with me through my Instagram, which is the.abundant.soul. It has a yep. dot in between it. Um, and then what they will experience when they first come to me is I'm really going to deep dive into them. What makes them tick? Um, what's been getting in the way? How can I help remove resistance in their life? And what's really stopping them? So what conflicting values do they have? What trapped emotions and limiting beliefs? Yep. Um, we work through that in a particular order. And I can even look back at their soul imprints, what's imprinted on them throughout their life that might be getting in their way. And I help to habit hack and remove all of those so that they can take permanent steps forward and they can use those tools for life. That's fantastic. Well, Claire, thank you so much for jumping on now uh, today. Uh, I hope that I can get you back on in the future at some stage and we can work through something for people online as well. Um, everyone can find you, as you said, on Instagram at the dot abundant so a b u n d a n t dot soul everyone knows that s o u l um <laughs> so they'll find you online um they can obviously contact you via uh there's a contact button and there's also messaging as well um yeah. is there anything else you wanted to leave us with no just keep shining and go and find your light is all i'd say <laughs> i love that that's perfect thank you so much for joining us tonight and i'm sure we'll talk to you again really soon great thanks matt thanks for having me thank you bye bye Great chat with Claire. Now we're just going to slide straight into our mindful moment um, to finish up the episode. Uh, today, let's take the mindful moment to quiet our minds and relax our bodies. Get comfortable as we'll guide you through a five senses relaxation technique from Tani at the Restore Method. This guided awareness is always a great choice, but really effective if you're feeling panicked or overwhelmed. If you have someone who is prone to panic, talk them through this technique to bring them into the present moment. Our survival brain is non-verbal, and once it's online, it's only interested in fight, flight, or freeze. That's why attempting to talk sense into someone who is highly stressed, anxious, or panicked rarely works. Tuning into our senses helps to get the brain back in the present moment so that the frontal cortex or executive center of the brain can get back online, let us think and act clearly and calmly about what is actually happening in the present moment. So just where you are, sitting or laying down, take some nice, deep breaths. Remember to breathe into your nose and exhale from your mouth. 
If you're anxious, jumpy, annoyed or irritated, double your exhale. If you're drained and exhausted, inhale into your nose and then on the exhale, make a humming sound or a long voo that sounds like a foghorn. I'm a foghorn. Everyone calls me a foghorn. Repeat these breaths a few times depending on where your body is at. Maybe you're totally relaxed and you're just enjoying the rhythm of your natural breath. Either way, just focus on your breath to bring you into the present moment. Now focus on five things you can see. Look around the space you're in and mentally name five things you can see. Next, name four things you can touch or feel. It can be the surface you're on or an emotion. Now, notice three things you can smell. Say it to yourself mentally. Mine's my dirty socks from my basketball game tonight. Notice what happens to your body when you arrive in the present moment. By now, you might have taken a big sigh of relief and your body feels softer. Next, notice two things you can hear. One might be me. (laughs) When our nervous system calms down, our hearing improves, our ear anatomy changes to listen for sounds of danger. When we're calmer, we can discern human voices and subtle sounds much better. So what can you hear? Finally, name one thing you can taste or name something you'd like to taste. Um, One of the ways we become present is to be okay with the things as they are, no matter how or what they are. And being okay with something doesn't mean you have to agree with it. It just means we're not resisting what is in our body and our mind. You're never overanalyzing or interpreting anything. You're making your body's requests a problem that you have to solve. We're human. So most of the time we're at peace with how things are anyway. So if you're not at peace with something right now, just be okay with it. That being, be at peace with not being at peace with something. There you go. There's one to confuse your brains. If you're not at peace with politics right now, be at peace with not being at peace with it. If you're not at peace with your family right now, be at peace with not being at peace with it. Easy. If you're not at peace with your body right now, be at peace with not being at peace with your body. If you're an overthinker and a worrier, be at peace with not being at peace with that. That's me. I overthink everything, even how I'm pronouncing every word in this little bit I'm doing. Uh, Think about something you're not at peace with and repeat to yourself. I'm just going for a little moment to be at peace with not being at peace with whatever it is. It's hard to do, but give it a go. Just watch what happens to your body when you let go of resistance. It has a way of dissolving inner conflict and unconscious resistance. Notice how your body and mind loses resistance when you say, I'm at peace with with being at peace with not being at peace. That's a lot of peace. I like the word peace, by the way. The moment we allow for non-peace, things have a way of becoming peaceful. This is a miracle of surrender and the magic of being the alchemist of your life, transmuting discomfort into comfort and lead into gold. Oh, that's so beautifully written. Thank you, Tani. Now, she said I should not thank her every single night, but I'm going to. Tani from Catalyst Body Works on Instagram and Facebook. So that's it for the episode tonight. I hope you really enjoyed uh, listening to our our guest, Claire. I will get her back on again from the abundant soul, the.abundant.soul. Amazing over on Instagram. Go and check out her page. Give her a follow. Send her a message if you need any help. Uh, She's an amazing human being. Um, That's about it. I'll wrap it up now. I hope you have a really beautiful night. Hope you're at peace. Um, Please feel free to share this out everywhere around the world. And I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. Peace, guys. 